0: This is StoryQuest. Today's story is... The Marvelous Midnight Mystery by me. The night is a magical place. It's said it's the realm of supernatural things, where fairies and sprites come out to play, and witches and spirits, who hide from humans during the day, make their mischief in the inky blackness. If you've ever been up late, very late when everyone else is sleeping you will know that night time just feels different to the day there's a stillness in the black as if the world has stopped turning and sleeping too gina was in bed thinking about all of these things very late at night as she tossed and turned she wished this night was quiet and still she was staying at granny's house and granny's house was old much older than Granny. It was the sort of house that creaked as you walked along the corridors, and the ancient pipes clanked and bubbled. The house felt almost alive. Gina was staying for the holidays, and usually the noises were sort of comforting. But on this occasion, something was different. She had fallen asleep, but was woken up by the sound of Granny's old clock chiming midnight. Twelve tones sounded. It was a gentle climb, and it didn't normally wake her, but there was something else. Above her head, she could hear a strange noise, a skittering, scuttling sort of sound. It was very creepy, and Gina wondered what on earth it could be. The next night, the same thing happened. As the clock struck midnight, Gina found herself woken up by more strange sounds. This time, something that sounded like a hiss, and then a BANG! She nearly jumped out of bed in terror. The most peculiar thing was that the noises didn't happen at any other time. She listened carefully at eight o'clock, nothing. Nine o'clock, nothing. 10 o'clock, silence. She usually fell asleep at this point, but she'd managed to stay awake at 11 o'clock one night and the creaky old house was entirely silent for once. Not even a creak or a squeak from the old walls. It was a real mystery. She told her granny about it. Granny raised her eyebrows and said, it could be the fairy folk coming out to play, because midnight was a magical time for them. Gina, for a moment, thought she was being serious, but then granny laughed. (laughs) Only joking, she chuckled. Then, with twitching lips, she added, I'm sure it's much more likely to be a ghost. Gina frowned at Granny, but then had to laugh too, although she was secretly thinking that Granny might be right. What if it was a ghost? She was almost too scared to go to sleep the next night, and as the clock chimed each hour closer to midnight, she couldn't bear it anymore. Shivering, she slipped out of bed. She tiptoed into Granny's room, but Granny was fast asleep. Gina didn't want to wake her up, but then... Midnight began to chime on the clock and there was a particularly loud bang and Granny herself jolted up in bed. Goodness me, what was that noise? said Granny. Oh, I was telling you about it. It's midnight and that's when the noises begin. Granny drew up the duvet to her chin and shivered as more bangs and scratches could be heard. Well, I might have been joking before, but the joke's over now. We will investigate this first thing in the morning. Not now, pleaded Gina. I'm afraid that a trip up that rickety ladder to the attic is likely to land us in A&E at this time of the night. It's far too risky. And I don't fancy coming face to face with whatever it is without backup. I'll get Ellen to help us tomorrow. Ellen was a lady that came round to Granny's house to help her with housework and odd jobs. She lifted weights and once had rescued a dog from a lake, so you can imagine she was a strong, brave sort of person, and neither Granny or Gina were feeling either of those things right now. Yes, nothing scares Ellen, (sighs) Gina felt relieved. Then Granny kindly let Gina curl up in her big soft bed, and they both tried hard to get some more sleep. When morning came, Ellen arrived and with her strong arms set up the ladder to the attic and prepared to go in. Granny and Gina peered up from the landing, looking quite concerned. Who knew what might be lurking up there? What if it was a ghost, or a burglar, or a... It's a kitten, said Ellen, her voice muffled from inside the attic. A a what? said Granny. The tiny mews could be heard and Ellen appeared at the hatch holding a small orange cat. Oh, I think this boy is what's been causing all the commotion. He must get in and out through the vents to the roof and come up here to sleep. Gina beamed in delight and went up to the ladder halfway to take the fluffy bundle from Ellen's hands. But she was still puzzled. Why midnight though? We only heard all the bangs and scrapes at midnight. Never before... Never after, Granny looked thoughtful, and then she smiled brightly. She'd had an idea. Well, my guess is that it's because I have set the central heating timer to turn the heating off at a quarter to midnight. It goes back on at 7am. My guess is that this little cat was enjoying snoozing on the pipes in the loft, all warm and cosy. But at midnight, well, the pipes would have cooled down quite quickly. So no more cosy place to sleep, Gina said. It must have made him wake up and start scampering about and setting off on his adventures outside. The mystery had been solved, and what a marvellous mystery it had turned out to be. Nothing scary at all, just an adorable cat. I mean, there's pretty much nothing less scary than a kitten, right? And the problem of the kitten in the loft had a solution too. Granny decided to adopt the little furry cat, and Gina was allowed to give it a name. She decided to call him Atticus, after the attic, of course, and Atticus was very spoiled by Granny and Gina when she came to stay. It has to be said, he did still like to scamper around at night, but at least Gina now knew what the commotion was, and she knew that even though the night might be a magical time, it wasn't a sprite or a ghost or a burglar, it was just a little orange cat, a cat who was never cold again. So it's fair to say Gina, Granny, and not forgetting little Atticus, lived very happily ever after. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. I'm with Neve, who sent us the idea for the marvelous midnight mystery. Neve, what gave you the idea? What made you think of some strange mystery that was marvelous and it happened at midnight? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea at all. Nope. <laughs> so, when you sent us that idea, you went to the Fun Kids website, you gave us your name. I am Neve, I want to hear a story. Those words just came out of nowhere? Okay, all right. Well, what did you make of our marvelous midnight mystery? How mysterious was it for you? Quite mysterious. Mm, quite mysterious. Who was your favorite character in the whole thing? The cat. The cat. Oh, what made you like the cat so much? Cats are cute. Yeah, cats are cute. Do you have a cat I yourself? And violent. do you have a cat? No. Nope. No, I have a cat. And I don't know if you can see my cat scratched me right here. My cat is violent, but very cute. So I'll let Tiggy the tabby off. Who? What was your favourite moment in the whole uh, story? What was your favourite scene? When they found out that it was an actual cat. It's not some kind of pixie. Ah, it's better. If it would have been a pixie I mean that's mysterious But it's not real life is it But if a cat's getting up to this It's much better don't you think Yeah, yeah. If there was a marvellous midnight mystery 2 What would happen The cat would get lost Well will have to find out who took it Would they ever find the cat do you think uh, Really near the end probably who do you reckon would take the cat? A ghost. A, a ghost. So we're chucking a ghost into this as well? Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, that's pretty marvellous. It's pretty mysterious. And ghosts come out at midnight, so it makes perfect sense for the sequel. Um, what a, What about what you read? Are you reading any amazing books at the moment, Neve? I'm reading Diary of the Wimpy Kids. Oh, classic. How are you getting on? Are you loving it? Yes. What's your favourite thing about them? Hmm. Don't know. No. Neve, you seem to me quite creative, a little bit wild. Do you, do you write any books yourself? Are you ever writing stories? Well, I have to write them at school. Uh, no. what, what books do you remember writing at school? What stories? One about a cave boy and one about something fishy where she goes into a washing machine full of undersea water creatures. A washing machine full of underwater creatures? Yes. What happened at the end? You need to tell me. I know I should read it, but I want to know. She comes out of a washing machine Uh and there's a shark in a T-shirt. Like, like standing up and walking like a human? Yes. Okay. Well, it's pretty mysterious and pretty marvelous. Neve, amazing. Amazing. Neve, it's been a real treat. Thank you so much for sending us your adventure, okay? <laughs> Thank you.